Back in the 90s, three students met and studied hard. <laughs> yeah, right. Then they left college and life happened. They're back together for your entertainment. This is 3Go Podcasting. Hello and welcome to episode two of 3Go Podcasting. Now, last week, our inaugural show, I struggled to say that word, I rehearsed that as well, but it, it saw them place President Trump into the secret bunker in the White House so he couldn't tweet us. We also managed to actually post the episode on the internet, so off to a good start. So episode two then, I guess that uh, as we're here, no one has complained to the podcast police as we haven't yet received our banning letter. Yet, I think it will probably come eventually. Um, Thank you for your feedback on last week's show. We were inundated, sort of, depending on your definition of inundated, Uh, particularly thanks to my mum, who said it wasn't too bad, and Ian's young daughter, who uh, doesn't know any better, I think. Um, I thought you guys would like to know this. Before we just started, I did check out... Um, the current state of play in terms of uh, listenership to last week's episode. Um, if we don't count all the ones that are me trying to make sure it worked and the two or three friends we know about who definitely listened, uh, then I think we've got a couple of listeners. That's not bad. And I, I don't know about you, Ian, but for me, that's actually not the worst listening figures I've ever had. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, so th- this week, there's a whole bunch of stuff coming up. And of course, uh, one of your favourite features, Jay's Joke of the Week is back. And remember to check out 3gopodcasting.com. And you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. This is 3Go Podcasting. Right, so the first thing I want to talk about this week is places you've been which really weren't as good as you were expecting. Somewhere that you probably wanted to go for years and years, uh, you got there and it just wasn't very good. Um, has that happened to you guys or is it just me? No, definitely. No, most definitely. I did have to think quite hard about this one though, to be honest with you. And then all of a sudden when I found that place again, I was like, oh yeah, that was rubbish. Do you know what? I had to, I had to, I had to ask the missus about this. So I had to ask her for her recommendation. And when she came up with the idea, I thought, you know what? Absolutely bang on. Right, so the first one for me um, is Madame Tussauds. I don't know if you guys have been to that. It's the waxworks <laughs> place in London. And um, I'd always wanted to go, but I never got around to it. And then the kids were really into it. They'd they seen it on a website. They said, let's go, let's go. So we traipsed all the way up to London. It's been an absolute fortune as you do doing anything in London. Uh, queued up with all the tourists, got to the front, and we were wandering around, and it was sort of like, do you know what? Is this it? Um, mainly my age, I probably didn't recognise half the people. Um, when you got towards the Queen or somebody famous, the queue was absolutely <laughs> massive to get a photo, and then you had to pay extra for other things. Um, <laughs> and to cap off the day really badly, okay, I'm with the kids. I'm always really anxious when we're with the kids in busy places about not getting in the way of people and looking where they're going. And there was this woman taking a photo. So I said to the kids, look, stop. Let her take the photo and everything. And I wasn't really paying attention. And then one of the kids just tapped me on the shoulder and said, Dad, you know, that's a waxwork, don't you? <laughs> and I said, what, what do you mean? And I looked up and I hadn't realised that the woman taking the photo was apparently some famous photographer. Um, and it was just a waxwork of her taking a photo. And I stopped the kids and made them stand there because I thought we were going to get in the way of someone's shot. Um, and just the look... It was, Going back to last week, when they, the look of disgust I got on the homework, it was a look of it sort of like, are you an absolute moron or what? And this is like from two nine-year-olds. So that, that sort of like rounded off a particularly 
uh, unpleasant day. And of course, then you go out, you go through the obligatory um, gift shop where you know a carrier bag is like seventeen pounds or something. And you know what? I'd always wanted to go. I got there. It was just the most underwhelming thing. Ever. Can I just say something about that? There must be something about that area then, because Madame Tussauds, right? It used to be next door to the planetarium, right? I think in the day, you used to go into one, and then you could go straight into the other one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, funny enough, very similar incident to what you had in uh, Madame Tussauds happened in the planetarium. So I went with my other half Ness. We went to see the planetarium, and it was great. And uh, we went up to have a look around the top bit as well. And there was a, a, a figure looking over the uh, the balcony. And Ness wasn't looking where she was going, and bumped into it, and was really apologetic. It was a waxwork of Patrick Moore the astronomer <laughs> one of the most distinctive characters i was like what are you doing and she went oh i thought it was i thought it was a person so well, it was i i could do that I, I once apologized to myself for being in the way because <laughs> i got into one of these you know these lifts are basically all mirrors all the way around and as i sort of went to walk into the lift i saw this person coming towards me and it was me and i didn't realize that i said oh sorry i, I stepped out of the way <laughs> so, so i was actually apologizing to myself for being in the way do you know what? The, yeah. the, I have to agree with you with uh, with, with reference to Madame Tussauds because I have actually been to London and I've also been to uh, one in, in the place that I have picked this week. Um, and I, I don't really want to give it away because it... <laughs> It kind of it gives away the next kind of the, the bit that I'm going to add to it. But anyway, basically, uh, I've been to Madden Two Swords in two different countries, and they are both as poor as each other. In fact, the, the most exciting part of Madden Two Swords with me was finding a section where they had famous DJs, as in like you know dance DJs and stuff. And I think they had like a wax work of David Guetta or something like that. And he was standing at like a set of decks, and I was like, "Wow, this is quite cool. That's probably it." I have to say, if you put a waxwork in front of me and said it was David Guetta, I would have no idea. <laughs> it could literally be anything, anybody. And I'm, yes. I'm trying to think, of, it could literally, for any dance DJ, it could just be, it could be actually a bunch of mannequins you just nick from Debenhams and say, oh, Look, this is a famous yeah. DJ. I have no idea. Look, but this is, the, this is the thing, you see. This is how you create a fantastic career because all you do is you kind of, and seemingly, you stand behind, like, you know, this, this platform and stuff, and you wave your arms around crazily, and the music pumps out. Everyone thinks you're, like, doing something incredible, and you get paid thousands of pounds to do it. <laughs> and, here, Genius. and here we all are doing a podcast from our bedrooms. Can I just, um, yeah, well, not to know. jump back, but um, just going back to Madame, Madame Two Swords again, but... Um, because I used to go up to Norfolk as well because um, I've asked mum used to live up there and there was a waxwork up there called Louis to Swords and actually it was I think the great grandson <laughs> of, of Madame Tussauds and it is renowned is this, really? the, one, is this the one that's really really it's bad the worst waxwork seriously yeah, go yeah. online it's, it's closed now I can't think why but go on there and it's just got a reputation a cult following because it was so bad there's like a David Beckham that looks more like Prince Philip to just to give you some sort of indication but if you get five yeah. minutes just go online and just google louis to swords because it's some of the photos are hilarious honestly was he a relation yeah he was actually i've just i've just seen actually he was his grandson of madame Tussauds, apparently so he Old thought he thought i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna create something just as good but really <laughs> poor yeah. well it's probably all the people that went out of out of favor and got melted down and he just took the uh, wax away and built something else on the back of it right but uh yeah they're bad yeah it's a northern thing yeah <laughs> all right so so i've got i've got two more and these are gonna be more controversial okay um okay. the first one is niagara falls have either of you ever been to niagara no, falls no but it's on my bucket list i know I, and it was on mine as well i got there 
and when I say it's just a waterfall clearly it's not just a waterfall but it is so tacky it's just full of really tacky shops and cafes and whatever you know gift outlet centers and stuff um and you sort of peer up the edge you can't really see anything because it's just water spraying up so we thought what we'd do is we you know at the bottom of the lake you can get on a boat and do the boat tour that sort of goes vaguely towards the bottom of the water so we did that mm. put our 12 25 dollar ponchos or whatever <laughs> it was on um yeah. and then basically i think we basically sat on the wrong side of the boat because as it sort of like um was going towards we were on the other side away from the waterfall so i just got lots oh. of great photos of the backsides of people in front of me taking pictures of a waterfall so I've got Brilliant. lots of photos who are quite blurry because I think this was in the day before everyone had a digital camera of the sort of some water and like some wet people in front of me and it like it cost a fortune as well on that so um, that was a massive letdown but, but that expecting? could just be my Was you expecting like a giant log flume well, or something? I, I, I don't know but I was uh, yeah possibly <laughs> but anyway um, and the other one is the Eiffel Tower uh, have you been up the Eiffel Tower? Yes um, no, I've never been there yeah, either I have I've done that the one. view is the view is good the view is amazing the whole point of getting up to the view is a pain in the backside, quite frankly. The queues are huge. Um, it's, you know, our European friends aren't the best at queuing, I think it would be fair to say. Don't do queuing, Rich. That queuing's not a thing in, like, you know, in Europe and stuff. It's a, let's just push the hell in. Yeah, yeah. Well, being British, I wouldn't say anything. I just stood there, looked, looked disapproving and tutted quite a lot. Yeah, um, that's, that's, but, that's what um, we do. I think what may have marred my experience is I thought it would be a good time to try my schoolboy French um, when oh, getting no. to the ticket queue. Um, and I got to the front of the queue and started to try and sort of explain it was too adult. So I did the usual thing of sort of putting two fingers up, not that way, the right way, the non rude way. Um, and then trying to basically say two tickets please I- I'm not quite sure what I said I may well have tried to order a ham sandwich to be honest um, but after a while of desperately trying she looked at me rather sadly and just went do you speak English? <laughs> Did it and sound said, anything like de billet s'il vous plaît? No it certainly didn't um, no, Tell you your joke you your French joke about why the French only eat one egg for breakfast Why is that Jason? Uh, because one egg is un earth <sighs> And it's not time for Jay's joke oh, yeah, of the sorry. week yet. Well, I've peaked too soon. Yeah, well, that was your joke, Richard. Yeah. You told me that. I know it's one of it's, it's my go-to joke. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's the reason. That's the reason we've got a feature called Jay's joke of the week. All right, it's not Rich's joke of the week because we know about bad riches. <laughs> yeah, most most of mine wouldn't be suitable. Um, yeah, so basically, um, fatal error of trying to speak French when everyone speaks English. Did you um, um, did you find when you went up the Eiffel Tower though, um, it was a bit off putting when you had that large netting all the way under and it was catching like masses of rust. And you're like, how much of this can actually wear away before it falls over? And then when you get to the top, you look down and the legs. I know the shape of it is obviously the legs are curving out, but you don't quite realise how much they're curving out. And you're like, should I be able to see the legs? from the top or is this toppling over it's it's uh yeah, it's a bit of a, a scary thing and the fact it was only built for a year and should have then been dismantled you know it's like mm, okay it's the highest quality i mean there's no, there's no problems <laughs> yeah. there at all and did you remember the time that we spent hours climbing up the um oh, what was it the uh, statue of liberty oh, yeah, and i hit my head when we, we went to, to new the... york and we got yeah got to the top and you sort of <laughs> shuffle past this ridiculously small window yeah where you peer out of the window for about five seconds because yeah. you're just being pushed along and then down the other side i know you can't really do, I don't, you probably can go up it again now but it was shut for years yeah, well, but that was sort of like and what an uninspiring yeah, inside where it's basically just looks like the inside of a meccano set you can't see anything um and you get up and you sort of just vaguely look through a window as you walk by and that's sort of like <laughs> oh 
that was three hours getting here that wasn't really worth it. Could have been in a cold. Does it count if does it count at this point if I say that the best thing the the best thing I've ever done is the blackboard tower with like with the bit of glass where you can you can like it's like the walk of faith and you look down you can you can see how high you are. Yep. Yeah. They've got that on Tower Bridge now as well, haven't they? Yeah, as I say they. They do that at Tower Bridge. There's a couple of them at Tower Bridge, and actually, that's quite scary because you're walking over the road, aren't you? And it's sort of the cars going underneath you and stuff. Yeah. It's quite cool, though. Yeah. Um, so I tell you, I think um, so. You know, having just stated some of the most famous tourist attractions in the world, of course, <laughs> if anybody wants to um, from these tourist attractions would like to pay for us to go and have a look at them and sort of uh, change our views, then you can always get hold of us through the website. I I expect we'll be inundated with free gifts for any, any time now. So my one is uh, this, and I think it's a good one because it's, I've had to be prompted by the wife, but um, the place that I went, which I, I found spectacularly uninspiring, uh, which was surprising for me, was Amsterdam's red light district. <laughs> How did I know we were going to end up going with this? Vaguely <laughs> adult-related, yeah. <laughs> so, so listen, we went on a cruise, all right? So we went on a cruise, and uh, it was, you know, very, very nice cruise and stuff. We, you know, we dock in Amsterdam. So I, I said to Vic, I said, I, so where would you like to go? Like in Amsterdam, what would you like to see? Like, I mean, I don't know after sites and stuff like that. I'd obviously, obviously heard of this because being male, you would too. Uh, but anyway, but she came up with the idea. She went, I, I, can I, we go I've, and see? I've heard of this place. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I'd heard, I'd done some research and heard about it. Okay, okay, yeah, ever so slightly. But do you imagine my joy when she actually said, I'd like to go to the Red Light District. Can we just check this out? Can we go? I was like, well, no, I mean, it would be awful, really, wouldn't it? But anyway, we did go. And I have to say, it was, from from both of our points of views, it was far more seedier than I expected. (laughs) And you can understand what. (laughs) It's a Red Light District. What were you expecting? (laughs) Were there museums and things? Yeah, well, you say you say that, but I just thought it would be slightly more upmarket. That's all. I, that's all I was thinking. And it, and the, the worst thing was, it's just smell of urine as well, because the, the the Dutch have have like outdoor toilets. So as you walk down the street, there are just there are just periodically uh, open air urinals. That's what I was going to say. It's Rochester High Street. Every other shop door. Well, we've got one where I live. It's called, it's called the car park. It's the multi-story car park. <laughs> they're not actually, they're not official places, are they, to go? Like They're just what we do when we've had a few um, a few sherbets. But, you know, in Amsterdam, in the red light district, they actually have, like, you know, proper urinals. But it just makes the whole area smell just awful. <laughs> so what was you expecting? Like Downton Abbey or something? Come in, sir. <laughs> Who would you like to take a piece? Well, I, I, I just—I was just expecting maybe something a little bit more classy, but you know, but, but I'm glad to say, and I can confirm that you know it is the place you would expect it to be. If you'd like to go, I'm sure you'll have a great time. Okay, so after the overwhelming success of last week's very first Jay's joke of the week, and because we need to fill a few more seconds, it's time for another hilarious joke. Well, that'll be along later. In the meantime. Jay's joke of the week. Funnier than Michael McIntyre on Skittles. So I was walking down the street the other day and a car drove past and the passenger wound down the window and he threw a packet of Omega-3 tablets at me, which hit me. I was okay, though, as my injuries were only super fish oil. Oh, 
so bad. <laughs> where do you get where do you get these from? Where? <laughs> well, you know Bobby Davro. <laughs> yeah, it's your best mate of yours, is he? Yeah. I just think it's, it, it's just so good we're not getting paid to do this. Because <laughs> I think we'll have to be I think somebody would be wanting a refund if we were. Um well, I, I'd like to say thank you. Um, um, I, I look forward to next week. This is 3Go Podcasting. So last week we talked about streaming services. Um, we've been following on from that a little bit in the week, having little chats uh, whilst we've been sort of talking virtually throughout the week together. Let's talk about what we've been watching on TV recently. I'm going to kick this off on this week. Uh, I have been watching Brassic 2. Have you seen Brassic on Sky One? Never heard of it. Oh, right. I've got, to, I've got to educate you boys, literally. You have got to watch this, all right? You've got to go on to Sky One. Just go on, watch again. There are two series, obviously, you know, that we just finished number two. Uh, but anyway, basically, it's a, it's a comedy series um, about uh, a bunch of uh, amateur stroke professional thieves who are uh, all northern, but they also have a very good art of growing uh, shed loads of cannabis um, <laughs> and selling that generally, which is highly illegal, we know. Uh, but anyway, so uh, it's just a fantastically entertaining um, kind of... It's just brilliant. It's like all the stories are intertwined perfectly, and they are just absolutely brilliant. There is a GP in it that you've really got to look out for, and an old fella called Jim with a beard... All right, so there's my recommendation of the week. Brassic, Brassic 1, and Brassic 2. And a bloke called Jim with a beard. Um, it's sold. Jim with a beard. You've got to see. Jim, I'm when sold. you see Jim with the beard, yeah, well, when you, when you see it, come back to me. Just come back to me because you will, you will love it. Now, Have you seen the one with the uh, dinosaurs in it, though? It's called uh, Brassic Park. <laughs> Get lost. Sorry. Do we have to put the tumbleweed in again now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we do, yeah. We'll do that now. Um, so, um, disappointingly, this week, uh, one of my kids has discovered WWE wrestling on TV. Oh God! I know. Mm. Um, I thought I thought we'd escape this phase, but apparently, um, and it's quite painful having to explain that it's not real and it's just a bunch of actors. Um, and of course, they're all trying to now replicate it by you know jumping off the side with a ladder and smashing each other around the head. Having to explain it doesn't really happen like that. But you know. Um, I was watching it. Some of the, like, the names, like there's a guy called King Corbin or The Miz. What's that about? I mean, what about the good old son of Jeremy? What, yeah. What about the good old days of like the Wolf and the Gladiators and stuff like that? That's a that's a proper you know hard bloke. But yeah, but this is ju- it's just painful to watch. And of course, the other thing is, I sort of like I don't know. I've got BT Sport on my phone, and I said, oh, I made a mistake of saying I think it's on BT. It's on for four and a half hours. <laughs> I'm not watching four and a half hours of oh, it's ridiculous. Um, well, could I? I don't, at this point, Rich, what I don't want to do is I don't want to play a game called Trumps, but I am going to have to trump you on this one because uh, not only have you know you gone through that pain, but a few years ago I equally went through that pain. But very worse than that, I actually then had to take my son, who was then aged about uh, seven. Uh, to uh, the O2 and actually see this thing live. Oh, wow. dear. So that's what I had to do. And I, we were up in the absolute gods, all right? So we literally, you, all you could see were these tiny little figures on this so-called stage 
doing the things to each other and it was like the worst four hours of my life. Do you know what the good thing is though with with the lockdown and everything I'm hoping that if he's interested I can just say we can't go because of coronavirus and then hope that he gets onto something more <laughs> interesting by the time we're allowed out again. Um, something I haven't seen but I want to see I don't know if you guys have seen it have you seen this new Steve Carell thing on Netflix called Space Force? Oh Space Force. Mm. Yeah it, I saw have, the first episode. Is it any good? No. It's. Mm, I think you've got to stick with it. I'm hearing mixed messages. I didn't think the first episode was that great, but I think it could be all right. I hear it gets better as it goes along. So yeah, I'm going to try and stick with you've it. You've literally. Uh, somebody sent weekend. me a picture of this today. Somebody sent me a picture of this today and actually said that the main character is very much like me. I'm a bit worried and concerned. Oh, I won't be watching it then. <laughs> I'll scrub that and find something else to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't blame you, but I, I need to see it now just to find out if what she's saying is right. Right, I'm going to watch it because I've been. I, I want. I want this. To, I want it to be really good. I want it to be really funny, and I'm going to watch it tomorrow. And if it's rubbish, it's your fault, Jason, because I, I've been looking forward to this, <laughs> and you would have ruined it for me. So I didn't make it. Well, I no, no, no but it doesn't out. matter. It, it's fine. The, the other thing, <laughs> can I can I talk about a program I've been watching? Well, what have you been... And it's not new. What? It's on. It's on BBC iPlayer. It's a, a comedy series called Nighty Night. Have you ever seen that? From no. a, it's must be about ten, fifteen God, years I've, ago. I've heard of it. It's got. Um, it's Julia Davis, who's worked with like Steve Coogan and, and Simon Pegg, and basically she's the most hideous like woman in the world. Basically, her husband's been um, diagnosed with cancer, and he's in hospital, and she's basically pretended that he's dead when he's actually not, and she's trying to get off with Angus Deaton who's married to a disabled lady and basically flirting blatantly in front of the disabled wife to try and get into bed with Angus Deaton. And basically her husband keeps trying to call her from hospital and she doesn't answer his calls and has told everyone that he's dead. And she went to the butchers and bought loads of meat and just put it in a, in a uh, coffin to say that that, that was his body. <laughs> it's, um, it is a comedy, believe it or not, but it is actually... <laughs> yeah. My head has literally but just exploded at that. I mean, it's just yeah. uh, Wow. What's it called? It's worth watching. Nighty night. So the thing I've noticed, I don't know if you're watching it, but it was like 10, 15 years old. Have you noticed that all the old TV shows are basically back? So I haven't watched it, but Alan Carr's doing all these old game shows. I, I, yeah. You know, all this sort of blankety blank and all that sort of stuff. And I know I'm really out because this has been on for years, but I was on watching Sky and I've got MacGyver on there. Do you remember MacGyver, MacGyver. from the 1980s? This is like a modern re... <laughs> a re, a re, a re um, What's the word? A reworking. Imagine. Yeah, it's a re- yeah. reimagination or sort of a bringing a fresh perspective to it. Um, but it's, it's nowhere near as original as the cheesy, appalling 80s version. Um, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, no, it, it was, that was a great show. Um, and it was actually making me think about all the shows I used to watch as a kid. And it sort of got me onto a, a sort of a, a slight spin off about what we think between us our favourite three TV shows of all time might be. I'll kick mm. this off and mine are slightly out there. So one, I think everyone would have to say the A-Team has to be up there. I mean, if you were growing up in the mm. 80s, the A-Team was always... Is it Sunday night or Saturday night? I can't remember. Sunday night, possibly. Um, was the thing yeah, was the thing you always yeah. watched, and it was just ridiculous. Um, second, it was a classic, though. It was a classic. The film, mm, not so much, but the TV show um, was good. Did they... Um... At the end of the series, you know, like when they say no animals were hurt, did they put like no humans were hurt at the end in the filming? Because no one ever died in that, did they? Even though cars flipped over and blew up. And the other thing is, I've never understood how you can miss somebody with a machine gun. 
because surely it <laughs> fires thousands of bullets yeah. if it just goes left and right a bit anyway um or they were really really they were the worst shots in the, in the american army and um, number two on my list I was, I was just a bit worried about ba baracus just getting he just kept, couldn't continually drugged and stuff every time he wanted to go on a plane <laughs> yeah, but I was he, just... it's fine he had a snickers and he was all he was all right about it afterwards and no, that's all right, then. number two on my list is the dukes of hazard uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah amazing yeah. I mean, where I mean, just Boss Hog and Roscoe Peacock train, Uncle Jesse, and maybe Daisy, maybe not. Um, amazing. Again, film mm, not so good. Um, now the third one is a little Jessica Simpson in it, though. Yeah, as I said. Um, now the third, the third, <laughs> the third one on my list is very random. The Littlest Hobo. Of course. Come, let's do the theme tune. Mm. There's the place where I've always been. Down the road. No, I think I've got it wrong. No, that was, oh, that was right. What's, the, what's the chorus? Is the chorus maybe tomorrow? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. I wanna settle down until tomorrow. I'll just keep moving on. I love. I. I <laughs> no, I've never seen it. I I've love that it. show. It finished, I think, in 1985. So it's it's well old. I was talking to someone who works with me a few weeks ago about this, and she just looked at me blankly and had no idea what I was talking about. So, no, 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 you're such a granddad. I know it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Great, great um, but amazingly, it was sad though uh, that, that did, song. Did though, you watch it? Though? No, I did. Yeah, and it was it was sad, but um, that song was used on a paint commercial about two or three years ago. I don't know if you remember, yes. and it was a dog running along the. Yeah. Um, the beach and I was genuinely excited to hear that song on the TV again because <laughs> it might well, have it was one of those kid. things I don't know about you when you was younger like anything where the animals got injured or died or knew he didn't have a home it was like uh, you know I, I couldn't watch it but then when you grow up and you have kids now it's like adults you, you never used to care if adults got killed in programs or anything like that it was always animals yeah. oh, you can't hurt the horse now though since we've had kids I'm even watching films where a gangster gets shot and I'm sitting there going, oh my God, he's got a mother somewhere and he's died. It's like everything changes, as Take That said. Can you imagine what would happen if we showed our kids something like this hobo now? They just look at it and go, what is this? Because I don't remember, it was unusual because it was actually it was actually shot, the whole thing was shot on videotape. It wasn't even on proper film, which is why whenever you watched it on TV, it looked like somebody had done some pirating off a of VHS and they played it a few too many times and it wasn't quite working. So the whole thing was that sort of like not quite right colour stuff. But um, yeah, no, I like it mainly, for, mainly just for the song, to be honest. So that's my top three, very random. Yeah. Pretty sure it won't be anything like your top three. Right, okay, I'm going to go with... Uh, well, do you know what? I've got a top two, and then I've got a, a number three, which I'm going to need your help with, boys, because I can't remember the actual title of it. All right, <laughs> and I know, I know It's that good. It's that memorable, but for me it is, and I know you'll probably... You will know what it's called, I guarantee you. Anyway, so my top three. First off, Gladiators. You mentioned it earlier, Rich. Yeah. Gladiators on TV. Oh, Wooga! <laughs> <laughs> Jay, you still do a great impression of that. Can we have a John Fashionu impression, please? John Fashionu. <laughs> oh, Wooga! That's it. He's the man. That's it. See, look, you've always done that really well. Can I just say that I actually I actually interviewed the wolf from Gladiators. I was with you, Richard. Uh, yeah, I was with you. If you remember, but he had a very short career as a professional footballer. He played for Gillingham, didn't he? And yeah. um, <laughs> I interviewed him after a match one, once for radio. And he started like... Um, he started getting quite emotional talking about how he was you know how he had challenges in his life and everything and it was sort of like wasn't the interview I was expecting but what a nice guy he was anyway sort of he was a, he was a lovely guy yeah but really, he was just really nice watching run he was running he was playing for Gillingham Reserves it was when Gillingham were about to go out of business and they wanted to jolt up a bit of interest on and, and get some money into the club and he played for the reserves but he just couldn't run 
because he was too big. And the kit mm. in those days were like really tight kits. So it was like he was about to rip out of it within like, <laughs> if you tried to sprint. I share his pain on that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, gladiators, that's a good yeah, choice. That's it's, a good it's choice. the biceps, embarrassing. Uh, no, it's a good, it's a good one. Ulrika Johnson and all that kind of stuff. But I used to love it because I always wanted to be like a bodybuilder, and I've, I've never been a bodybuilder. But that's why I want that back. They need to bring that back. Uh, yeah. So um, number two, Knight Rider. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, Kit the car, David Hasselhoff. Don't ha- don't hassle the Hoff, all right. Um, but I just used to love I used to love that Knight Rider because you know the boost button is something I've always wanted on my car. So, you know, like, if you want to, you're stuck in a traffic jam and you could just press boost and jump over, like, five cars, be, like, so good. Okay, yeah, it's a good, good start. Good start with one and two. What's three? Uh, right, you need to help me out here, all right? So uh, this it was a, uh, I, I believe it was some kind of police-related kind of thing. Uh, it was a super helicopter. Airwolf. Airwolf. That's it. Airwolf. Airwolf. See, look. See, as soon as I said helicopter, I'm sitting here. I was sitting here thinking oh, about it. Thinking, on, what the hell was, was that called? Or it could have been Blue Thunder. There were Ooh, two of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It could have been. T- maybe it was Blue Thunder then. Was the heli- it was Blue Thunder, maybe? On, was, was the helicopter blue? Uh, pass. Oh, that would have helped. Don't know. Uh, you kind of, kind of flew around a lot. I, th- I, think, I, I, reckon it's, I think you're right. I think, it's I think it was Airwolf. Airwolf. I think it was Airwolf because it was black. I'm pretty sure it was Airwolf because I'm sure it was a black helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> But it's still immense, like, yeah. you know, like, I, I just remember it, oh. and I used to watch it, and I used to think, oh, what a great I've thought, job that I've just be. thought of another one that should have been in my top three, but isn't, is Street Hawk. Street Hawk. Go on. The motorbike. Oh, uh, yes. The, the motorbike, <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, my, when, I, when I was a kid, I was so happy when I was a kid, because we went, we used to have the, you probably had the, the big markets in each town, and you used to get the rip-off t-shirts. And I was so chuffed mm. when I got a rip-off Street Hawk t-shirt, one of those ones that looked really cool until you washed it, and then it was just smeared off, and you had nothing left on it. And that was like that was amazing. <laughs> I got a Ghostbusters one as well. Anyway, okay, that's a good top thing. We're clearly stuck in the eighties and nineties doing reminiscing. Well, well here. we are. But what I'm interested in in hearing is, it, can anybody just like drop us an email and one just let us know if you have heard of any of those? That's all I want to know. If we get one person that emails the podcast and says. Yeah, I'm with you, lads. I'll be happy. Okay. Um, we haven't heard Jason's yet, so what have we got? Well, Ian stole one of mine, because I was going to say Knight Rider as well. You know, just because just David Hasselhoff is an absolute hero of mine. I think he's amazing. How can how can someone get sprayed into those jeans and still act <laughs> is just unbelievable. <laughs> and also release a German love classic called Du on his greatest hits album. He was massive in Germany. He actually sang on the Berlin Wall when, when he got knocked down. Um, I don't know if they were just trying to get rid of him. Yeah, he's massive in Germany. Um, so Night Rider was great. Um, I do agree with Airwolf on that as well. But I think um, my other ones, I'm Alan Partridge. I know it's a bit more recent, but it's the most quotable program ever. You know, things like Kiss My Face and uh, Jack and Akinori and things like that. You know, it's just great. Hello, commuters with your computers. All things like that. I just, I just, it's genius. Absolute genius. And then I think, last but not least, um, did anyone, obviously you've seen the films, The Naked Gun films. Oh, I know, I know what's Disney coming now. I know what's coming. spin-off series before that. Police yeah. Squad. Um, but it was the other way, it was the other way around, wasn't it? Wasn't, that was first. That was the TV show. No, uh, Police Squad yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Police Squad came first. Yeah. It, yeah. Sorry, the films were the spin-off from that. And Frank Drebin... <laughs> Just, just absolute genius. Again, lines in it like, uh, 
uh, they go and visit a widow and they say, oh, we would have come earlier, but your husband wasn't dead then and things like that. You know, it's just absolutely, uh, married a grown, uh, no, was it married one child? That didn't work out. So they married a grown woman, things like that. You know, it's just, it's just, yeah. you've got to watch it. Okay. So that's just about it for episode two. And remember, you can get in touch via the website, freegopodcasting.com. And we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you for spending a period of time with us that you'll never get back. We're back next week. This has been Three Go Podcasting. Peace. We out.